Hello, everybody. My name is Landon Arenas. Nice to listen to episode 197 of the Vortex Apologetic Podcast. Welcome to the Vortex Apologetic, where substance reigns over mindless entertainment. Because biblical truth matters in a profound, timely, and urgent way in a lost and dying world. And now, introducing your humble servants in Jesus Christ, Ricardo, a.k.a. Beef, Arenas, and Jeff, the Brain, Claiborne. Father, we thank you for the time together this afternoon for the Brain and all of us to have godly conversation about things that are going on in the world, and may you be a part of every conversation that we have today. Bless those that are here and bless those that are listening on, online. Thank you for the opportunity. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Folks, did you hear uh, just a different voice right now at the beginning praying? Well, that's none other than the pharmacist himself. The pharmacist himself. Brother here Dan. I am. Here I am. Old man Dan. Old man Dan. Old man Dan. He is the best old man, Dan, that I know. Yep. Right, right? <laughs> got it. And folks, right in front of me, we got the man himself, the brain. What are you doing over here in California, bro? You decided to come back, huh? Well, I got in the car and made a wrong turn. <laughs> he ended up at our place. I figured I'd just Two days going. later. <laughs> I figured I'd just keep going until I got someplace. Here I am. <laughs> yep, there he was. And so, here we have him, folks. Yeah, yeah. He missed us so much that... We made a trip out here because we're going to go to uh, a Christian law enforcement seminar for uh, a marriage, Christian marriage seminar for cops. Yeah, and that's a yearly thing you got your wife do, we right? Do that yearly. How, long, how many years have you been doing that? Five or six years. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's police officers all the way from San Diego to L.A., and uh, the county's on the east side of those as well. Nice. Um, and uh, they all gather together. There's about 30 to 40 couples that meet. And um, lives have been changed. People have come to Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, marriages have been saved through the seminar. And it's uh, unique only to law enforcement. The unique circumstances yeah. they face in marriages and in uh the trauma and the things that they deal with, it, it deals with all of that. So it's, mm. it's so we're going to be doing that. We're going to go up the Big Bear uh, area to a Christian camp up there. And nice. Doing that over the weekend. In the meantime, I'm hanging out here in San Diego area. Hanging out with you your buddies, huh? One of the best benefits is for, for us. What's that, brother? Because Marie, his wife, cooks wonderful lumpia. Oh, my goodness. It's the only time all year we have any lumpia. <laughs> and the fact is, uh, she makes enough that we put a bunch of it in the freezer bag and it stays there. And then sometime next year, we'll remember them and we'll get them out and yeah. eat some lumpia all year so, until you come back again next year. We put, Marie makes a whole bunch of it again. She'll make a bunch, and then all you got to do is fry it up. Right it's ready to roll. Good stuff. That's awesome. So, that yeah. is awesome. Yeah. Lasa Lumpia. Grew up in uh, Nash- by the way, National City, so I know all about Lumpias. 
Oh, I know you uh, do. Uh, yeah. You got Seafood City, you got Manila Seafood, you got... <laughs> and we got Jolly Bee. Jolly Bee, yeah. yeah. Jolly, the, the Filipino <laughs> Filipino, yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's very good that's stuff. That, what's that bread stuff that, that you Pondesol. Pondesol. Oh, my God. Yeah. Pondesol. Every so my son and I get up at 3 a.m. In, in the nighttime and fight over who's going to get the pond. I told you, son. Odd. I told both of you. You got to heat it in the microwave for about 15 seconds. Oh, it takes it's too delicious. Long. <laughs> <laughs> or, or you go to the nearest Filipino store that has them. Yeah. And coming out right out of the oven. They come oh, out hot. Yeah. They come out hot and yeah. those out right out of the bakery. There, out of the bakery. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing like that in the world. No. So when we used yeah. to have Thanksgiving at my parents' house, which they live in National City, so their, the Filipino market was like three blocks away. So we would get there a certain time and put our put our order in for those warm coming out of the oven oh, ones. Oh, and yeah. arrive at uh, Thanksgiving and boom, let's oh, eat. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of times I fit for 805 North. With, with my one hand on the wheel and one hand with a pond of salt in my hand. <laughs> a, bunch of, a bunch of hot pond of salt coming up. I bet. I bet. Bring it up. Good stuff. So. Well, it's a pleasure having both of you here. What a blessing. Uh, folks, this was not planned. Well, kind of planned. Brother, uh, the brain told me he was coming to San Diego here. and Well, last month, I think, a month ago, right? You told yeah, me we were coming we, in. So we planned it. We yeah. planned that we were going to get together. First of all, to have In and Out, that's a must when you come to California. That's a must. Uh, But secondly, because I said, hey, let's do like old school and just record a podcast outside of In and Out. And we brought Brother Dan along since the brain's staying with Dan. I'm just tagging along here. I I think I'll be a referee or something between the two of you. Nah, Brother's going to speak. We we, we made him pray, folks, so now we're going to make him speak too. You got plenty to say, brother. Right, right. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Well, that's it, brother. First of all, take it away. What, what, what news do we have on? Well, give us an update on. I know you're keeping up with the Middle East situation. What's going on? We've spoken about it. There's more and more stuff coming out. Uh, so, I, what are your thoughts? Well, we'll start here and work our way to the Middle East. How's that? Okay. <laughs> I am so thankful. I thank the Lord Almighty so much that we do not yet have a speaker of the house. I am so thankful for that. <laughs> that is huge. Because <laughs> that means they're getting nothing done and that means they ain't, they're not doing anything to mess with us, the people. Yeah. If they yeah. can't get anything done, they can't mess with us. <laughs> That's, yeah, so true. I'm thankful. So just keep doing that. Just keep voting down these speakers. Vote yeah. them down. Yeah. Uh, they, so they got that, a good so track record on doing They that. do. I, that's, right. that's the first thing they've done right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, so I'm, I'm very thankful to Congress that they've done this. And Matt Gates, you're, you're getting it, brother. You're getting it, man. He's tearing yeah. it up. He's, he's ripping that place up. Yes. And he is. Uh, that's Good what see that. happened. Yeah. You know, the, 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 uh, the people who are, con- the, the, well, the elected officials who are controlled. Mm hmm. By the pharmaceutical companies, controlled by the big corporations, controlled by global interest. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that are getting all worked up and upset about it. The rest of the country could care less. Yeah, yeah. Because we're going to continue living our life, and then that's they can increase our taxes or increase regulation or anything like that. You yeah. know, the better off we are. Mm. So you know, just. Give us a budget, but you know, not not the one you passed. 
<laughs> My goodness, true. that was a disaster. Thirty-three was it thirty-three trillion dollars in, trillion. in mm-hmm. debt? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's that's just plain stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Try running your budget like that, folks, and see how long you survive. Yeah. All right, now let's yeah. move on to the Middle East. Well, actually, well, before okay, we go there, you yeah. mentioned pharmacists, pharmace- pharmaceuticals. Pharmaceuticals. And you were talking about how big of an impact that has. Right. Brother Dan, what is your view on those pharmaceuticals? Coming from me- a pharmaceutical background, what can uh, you tell us as far as how much does that impact pharmaceuticals in general, our economy, uh, not only that, our culture? It's major because, uh, you know, at least half of all Americans are taking at least one or two prescription drug products every day, and they will be for the rest of their life. And the pharmaceutical government complex is is an Eisenhower-type thing when he warned us about the military-industrial complex. And now we have pharmaceutical companies controlling Congress in so many ways mm-hmm. and uh, and especially from the regulatory perspective um, you know the, the vaccines the, the latest booster vaccine has, has had no human trials and the FDA approved it. You know mm. that goes against all their own rules. So yeah. the FDA, the NIH and the CDC, they're all tied together with the pharmaceutical mm-hmm. industry. Mm-hmm. Um, the money flows between all of them. Okay, so we got our breaking news here. I'll just read it. Now you can sue the mRNA COVID vaccine manufacturers for damages, and the FDA is required to take COVID vaccines off the market. Why? Adulteration. That's a key word. Adulteration was created as part of the 1938 Food and Drug and Cosmetic Act, and it allowed regulators the ability to take drugs off the market that were adulterated. Mm -hmm. Adulterated meaning they had a contaminant, or there was something wrong with it, or Mm -hmm. it was causing uh, people to die. Mm. Speaking of people dying, (laughs) had a lot of people impacted by the vaccine, and, and... you know, they basically ignored all the adverse reaction reports that were being submitted through the VARS system at the government. So now we have, this is, if this actually happens, I'll be so happy. Mm. Because if, yep. if, if the FDA has no choice but to realize that the product is adulterated, they're talking about a uh, component of the genetic material that's in the shot that was not listed by Pfizer or Moderna on their ingredients list. So if that thing is in there and it's not on the ingredients list, by law, it's adulterated. And Mm. guess what? By law, they have to pull it all off the market. Off the market, absolutely. Now, the other thing I've noticed is over the last couple of years, especially the last year, especially with this new booster, guess what? Nobody's going to get the booster shot. There's a reason for that. Uh-huh. There was a report just in the last 24, 48 hours about uh, Pfizer refused to, to look at when they were seeing little babies having, or little kids having seizures mm. from the vaccines. So 
you know, we need to get these things off the market and people need to just stop before they take that jab. Absolutely. Absolutely. No jab. Pfizer's lost a lot of money, too, over the last, uh, oh, that's probably the last six months or so. Right. Uh, 40% drop in sales. That's that's huge. 40%. And increasing. Wow. And increasing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's because people are not, people are starting starting to realize that they've been lied to, number one. And and the trust, they're, they're losing trust. Absolutely. You know, so... When you lose trust, you lose market share, mm-hmm. and that's what's happening. They're losing market share. That's, a, that. that's a, yeah, and that's huge for them. No wonder they're, you know, able to. Now a helicopter going by. That's a military. That's like a military. That's like a military. That's some serious uh, blade whirling. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Keeping an eye on it. Anyways, what I find interesting is mind blowing is that they're. Well, because of that, I think that's why they're able to push, you know, uh, the the next uh, vaccine without any trials. Because they're like, well, we're losing a lot of money. We better push this by any means necessary to get it out there. But I think you got both think that people are becoming more aware and obviously are seeing the effects of the first, you know, a vaccine and all the boosters and how many people are just dropping dead. A lot of people have had... Family members, church members, or friends that have dropped dead. Dropped dead. Mm-hmm. And, I'm reading uh, this right here. Any ages, young, especially healthy, you know, 20-some-year-olds. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. that's it's a good just point. mind-blowing. It's, it's younger people, yeah. a lot of younger people. Go ahead, reading Deb. this report, Dr. Peter McCullough says Pfizer should never have been, a, the Pfizer should never have been approved, meaning the vaccine. It says here in, in Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine clinical trials, there were more deaths in the vaccine group than in the placebo group, said uh, Dr. McCullough. So, you know, why, you know, we're putting people at risk. And I can, I, I was a practicing pharmacist for 42 years. And back in the day, if, if, a, if a drug caused like a handful of deaths, like five or 10 deaths, FDA would step in and they would pull that drug off the market. Yep. Last time, when I stopped monitoring VARs and stopped counting deaths, we were up around 45,000 people who had apparently died from the COVID injection because they dropped over within the first 72 hours or so. Yeah, and tell, so, you mentioned to me it's not really a vaccine. It, it isn't. You know, um, the FDA had to change the definition of vaccine in order to approve it as a vaccine. Vaccines mm, made from the original virus as a whole. What the what this thing, so-called vaccine, is is a gene therapy. It's a gene modification therapy. It, it takes your own cellular mechanisms and, tr- and t- tells it how to make the spike protein or copies of the spike protein, which is the most toxic portion of the COVID virus, the spike protein. So it gets in your body, it gets into your, inside your cells, and it causes you to produce this toxic protein, so a toxic spike protein, so that your body in turn makes antibodies against that spike protein. But the problem is it never stops making the spike protein. So Uh, we're seeing, you know, toxicity from the spike protein is what we think is going on. And then, from another presentation I saw just last evening, you know, they're looking at 
double strand, triple strand fragments of genetic material that they don't even know what it does. But we're seeing women's menstrual cycles getting messed up. We're seeing, uh, you have to remember that spike protein goes everywhere in your body. It gets into your endocrine system, gets into your lymphatic system, and who knows the kinds of long-term effects that that's going to have on people. Um, just the brain fog thing, you know, we really don't know uh, anything about whether COVID is actually causing that, but it came up as it's been a high, high incidence of brain fog people from the COVID vaccine. So, you know, we, we need a complete uh, overhaul of the FDA the drug approval process. Um, we need to break the connections that, uh, between the pharmaceutical industry and those people in our agencies that are entrusted to protect us. And what they're not doing right now, they are not protecting us. When the when the mandate was given that the COVID vaccine was going to get done in a hurry, you know, they, we needed to bring it to market really quickly. A lot of steps were not taken in terms of the clinical trials that would normally be taken in terms of protecting the public from potential adverse effects. So now what we have is basically mass experimentation on the, the entire population of the world <laughs> with mm, this vaccine. Yeah. You know, Pfizer thinks they're going to make billions and, you know, the government agency gets off scot-free, mm -hmm. you know. What happened to their protecting the public from damage from uh, ph pharmaceutical products? You know? Yeah, you can't you can't tell the people. You have to show the people. Absolutely. And uh, you tell them, you know, they're they're not going to listen. You show them, you know, their friends and neighbors and family members start dying from this thing. Now they've been shown. Now they feel the they, they feel the pain. Yep. Until the people feel the pain, they're not going to act. They're not, they're not. They're not going to take down tyranny, you know, until yeah. they feel the pain. And so, what's happened is a lot of people have felt the pain, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, families have been harmed big time. Yes, they have very big. I mean, it's it's it's, it's yes, horrendous. Forty and forty-one, please. Yes, forty and forty-one. Do you order more food, bro? That must have been my animal style. Is that your animal style? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> anyway, so... Well, you know, people were shamed into taking a vaccine that they didn't want to take. People were they forced were. to take a vaccine that they didn't want to take. Right. People lost their job because they, did, they, they decided that they wanted to be um, in charge of their health care. And, and they paid a big price for that. They did, yeah. uh, but they're still alive. Yeah. They're still alive and they fought it. And thank God for the for the for the uh, courageous people who fought back within their organization and yes. said, "No, I'm not going to take that right. jab. And even if I have to be put on administrative leave, I'm you know I'm mm -hmm. going to get an attorney. Right. You know. And so we, people have to to take charge of, the, of their, their own body. Yep. I think they have a right to refuse and not to take an injection of any kind if they don't want to. My wife was told in her work that they're not requiring a booster because of the lawsuits. Mm. Yeah. They're, they're, 
and concerned about that. And now, if you can, if people start suing Pfizer and they're already losing the market share, it, it could be devastating to Pfizer. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and and uh, Moderna and Johnson Johnson, they're yeah. not going to be out of the woods either. Right. I mean, they're they're going to be in right. trouble as well. Because the presentation I saw about the so, uh, adulterating <laughs> fragments of genetic material, that was both the Pfizer products and the Moderna. Right. Wow. wow. Johnson Johnson was the one shot, right? I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and the other ones had the boosters. Yeah. Uh, and I'm glad you mentioned that, Brother, uh, brother Dan, about how you know, courageous people, you know, fought back and I'll, I'll even you know uh, um, mention those that took the first shot but then realize it was not good and they fought back against boosters and everything else because unfortunately we did have you know some people that did take it out of fear you know from work being fired I mean it's understandable you know you're put up against a wall and it's like you need to make a decision you're so afraid of losing your job but they woke up as well and they're like you know what no i'm not doing this i'm fighting back and, and it's not worth it because plus, plus like it, you said visually we were seeing people dropping that left and right on the news and a right. lot of the stuff wasn't even wasn't even reported and they're trying because to, they didn't want to show those and numbers they're trying to tell people it wasn't from the shots and exactly people, and people knew better they people knew better, knew better. and, and in is, a world that we are like you were talking People don't want to read. They don't want to kind of go by by hearing. They want to see actual physical evidence or actually see on a screen or things like that nature. Right. It's like no wonder the media wanted to suppress this thing or change it. They want the proof. Yeah, that regard. Like, like the show me state, right? The yeah. show me state, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but um, you know, in the early days, people didn't have any information. Uh-huh. They did. They just had, only thing they had was trust that the government was doing the right thing. And was telling them the right information. Correct. So and that their doctor was telling their, their doctor right. was telling the right information. Right. So what's happened? Because uh, all of this has occurred, the medical industry has lost trust. Mm-hmm. People are not going to doctors now. They're trying to go to near naturopathic doctors. They're doing homeopathic medicine now. That's how. Uh, pharmaceuticals have lost trust, mm-hmm. and the uh, government has lost a ton of trust. Oh, yeah. And that's why the country's rooting on this whole thing that's happening in Congress, because they're sick of Congress. They're sick of, they're sick of the bought-and-paid-for politicians yeah. that are not serving us or serving their masters. Yeah. And, you know, we're tired of it, and Gates has struck a chord in the country. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Matt Gates has struck a chord in the country. Yeah. He disrupted Congress, and the country is celebrating <laughs> yeah. that he yeah. did that. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and we need more of that. We do. We need. We, we need. Well, we had a great uh, dis- disruptor. Remember Trump? That guy in power. Yeah. Two years back. Yeah. He disrupted. He dressed, He did a lot of disruption. Orange man. That orange guy. I was gonna say. Bad, bad man. <laughs> He's about to do some more disruptors too. <laughs> Just stand by, folks. Stand by for every rolls, as we used to say in the navy. So. <laughs> Because <laughs> a storm is coming. The storm is here, I think. Yeah, no, I think, it, yeah, right? It's starting yeah. to build up. It's starting to build up. Well, now that we have touched upon that, mm-hmm. brother, you had said, let's take it all the way to the Middle East. Now, what do you see developing now even more with the whole Middle East situation that's going on? And, you know, them trying to push the COVID thing again and more vaccines, but obviously people catching on and fighting back and everything that's going in Congress well, right now. <laughs> you, you know how I... 
have I, I tend to make statements that goes against everybody's narrative. <laughs> Bro, let's just be clear here. You're gonna get yourself in trouble anyway, so just go just ahead. Just let know? it fly. Just let it fly. <clears throat> okay. So the the attack of Hamas on Israel was a false flag operation. Mm. We know that because Israel had the ability to stop that attack, but they didn't stop it. They chose not to stop it. Now, quick question before you move on. Military-wise, we know Israel has, I mean, when it comes to the military, they have the highest of highest of operation. It's hard to even penetrate, you know, the, the initial wall, let's say. Why is it that they still do not have an, an answer as to why it happened? Uh, questions haven't asked. Oh, how did Hamas came through? Here's the reason. Uh-huh. Because they planned it. So, uh, the, 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 it was all... Look, it's a false flag. Mm-hmm. The fact that they told the, the military to stand down, yeah. that came from the government. It, right. was, it was a Mossad op- operation. Okay. They used Hamas... For that operation, mm-hmm. Hamas would have never been able to breach that fence if if they didn't have cooperation from the Israeli government. Couldn't have happened. Yeah, they. I mean, you can't. A cat can't walk along that fence without being caught. Right. Okay. Right. And and, and eliminated that quick. Yeah. You know. I mean, it's that. Look, Trump. I'm sure Trump envies their system over there. If, if we had that on our southern border, hey, nobody, yeah. nobody, nobody'd be crossing. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> nobody'd be crossing. No, I mean it, it was secu- it's really secure. If you, if you listen to some of these uh, former uh, IDF intelligence agents, uh-huh. officers, and stuff that come, they're, they're now coming out on video and talking about this and saying uh-huh. something's not right because this this could have never happened. Yeah, right. right. Uh, our government had to be involved in this, or had to, this had to be a false flag operation. Yeah, they're telling us it's a false flag operation. Mm. Okay, now I have no problem with going after Hamas. Mm-hmm. Hamas, what they did was horrendous, and I believe it. Was, I don't believe it was fake. Although you can fake something like that, it is possible to fake something like that mm-hmm. and, sure. and, and completely deceive the whole world on it. Right. You know, with with CGI, with with uh, crisis actors, with you know, file footage from two years ago, and saying yeah, it was absolutely. something that just happened. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is happening constantly on the news. Right. But I believe that was that was an actual false flag operation. Now, fly, false flag operation doesn't mean that people aren't killed, that people aren't hurt. Right. What it means is that it's what you're being told about it is false. Mm. And the operation was for a particular purpose. Okay, now they've been wanting to wipe out Gaza, the Gaza Strip, for a long time. Since they take took out, over the, that territory, it's been, been a want, fight. They've mm-hmm. been wanting to take out the Palestinian people for yeah. a long time. Yeah, and this was a this. Now remember, Benjamin Netanyahu keeps saying that this is their 9/11. Yes. Okay, so our 9/11 was an inside job, and the people. Yeah. People who did our 9-11 have never been held responsible for doing it. Mm. They got away with it. And they blamed somebody else, and then we got us into Afghanistan, got us into Iraq, right. got us into a big some wars that, you know, the same people that put us into those wars are the same people that carried out 9-11. Mm-hmm. Okay? So this is, 
the fact that he said this is their 9-11 tells me it was a government, an Israeli government operation. Mm. It was mm. an inside job. Yeah. Okay. Number two, it was their way of getting rallied support to go in and take out the Gaza Strip. They want that land. It's right. a land grab. Just like what was happening in Maui, it's a land grab. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, what's happening is, you know, I, I've talked about this before, but the Christians over here that are supporting, you know, we're, all, we're pro-Israel, pro-Israel, pro-Israel. What they're doing is they, they're calling for the extermination of their fellow Christians in, in the Gaza Strip. Mm. There is, That's a huge point. There's a large Christian population in Palestine. Mm-hmm. Yes. And... People think that, oh, Palestine equals Hamas, Hamas equals Palestine. Absolutely false. Mm-hmm. But that is what the gov- what the uh, you know the news media is putting out. That's what they're you know, yeah. lying, deceptive news media is. They're using their psyop yeah. to get people to, to, under- to believe that, to accept that. Right. Now, it's false. Most of the Palestinian people don't like Hamas. Right. They didn't want Hamas. And you know how we got kind of got a, uh, a bumbling guy in the White House uh, that uh, we didn't vote for, right? And it, the whole election was rigged? Yeah, yeah. Well, the that's guy just, that was in the basement? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Never came out of the basement? Well, he did, he did finally. He had to. <laughs> I, I still think they have a body double. <laughs> well, the masks the mask are not starting to fail. They're not working very well anymore. But anyway, I'm just saying... And the same thing happened in, in the Gaza Strip. Mm-hmm. Their yeah. election was rigged. Yeah. The yeah. Palestinian people didn't want Hamas. The Christians in Palestine didn't want Hamas. The Muslims in Palestine didn't want right. Hamas. Uh, the the uh, Jews in Palestine didn't want Hamas. So how in the world did they get elected? I'll tell you who wanted Hamas. It was Israel themselves that wanted Hamas. They Dave. created something now that they're trying to get rid of. <laughs> Between Iran and, and the Israeli government, they created Hamas mm-hmm. yep. for their purposes. Now, they want to go in and wipe out Gaza. They thought, okay, we, we found our cash cow. We can go in and wipe out Gaza because we got all the support. But now they're starting to get resistance because the Palestinian people have been able, through the use of modern technology, get information out to the world through cell phone technology mm-hmm. and uh, and tell the world uh, what they're telling you is not true. Right. And you've got Palestinian Christian pastors coming out yeah. saying, uh, look, Zionists in America, mm-hmm. Zionist Christians in America, mm-hmm. you're calling for our extermination. Your brothers and sisters in Christ are saying that we need to be wiped out. Yeah. And and that you know that's I know that's a shock to Christians in America, but th- yeah. be shocked Absolutely. because you need to be shocked Amen. out of out of this this uh, Zionist psyop that you that you're under this this mind manipulation control. Absolutely, you make a great point, brother. Because my brother sent me a link to a. Uh, uh, Palestinian pastor that is talking in regards to the situation and that's exactly the point he was making also I want to point out the fact that uh, if we think about it and if we read a lot of the information out there now regarding Israel now 
a lot of them are anti-Christ. Uh, there yeah. are some Messianic Jews out there, yeah. but I don't know if any of you have seen the evidence of Christians that have, have gone visiting tourism in uh, Israel, spit on, attacked for calling themselves Christians. Really? Yep. On Christianity, you cannot, you're, you're, it's illegal to, uh, I think they were trying to make it illegal to evangelize in Israel. Yes, that's part of it, but and, and, also uh, I, there, there's certain people that have been going out and they approach certain groups and they find out if they're part of a Christian organization that they're doing a tour of Israel. I see. And they have bunches of people coming around close to them, cussing them out, spitting on them. I saw a couple videos where this happened to a tourist group that were taking a tour. I saw one guy that and got, I thought, man, got beat up that's, pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, the, the Bible does say that we will suffer for Christ. Yeah, and that's will. part of it, right? Yeah. I mean, but, this harkens back to the days in the Book of Acts. Exactly. You know, exactly. They did the same thing to the Apostle Paul, and the apostles, and the, yeah. You know. So, making the point that yes, Christians in America, we see things through sometimes the lens of unfortunately the media, mm -hmm. and it's not painting the real picture. You know, we've seen a lot of the Palestinian Christians that are like, no, wait a minute, that's not what this is not the true thing that you're watching in the media. We are believers. We right. pray for us. We right. need prayers. We need to, you know, wherever the Lord leads us, we need to follow. And we got Israel that's attacking Christians. So we just kind of want to put a picture so people can understand, you know, both places, they both need prayer. Yes. They yes. both need we're, evangelizing. We're not, we're not against Israeli people. Absolutely and not. And we're not against the Palestinian people. We're not pro-Israel or pro-Palestine or anti-Israel or anti-Palestine. Right. We're saying... We're going to support our brothers and sisters in Christ in both places. Mm -hmm. Amen. And both places need Christ. Yeah. That they, yes. they both need to be given the gospel. Yes. Amen. You know? Now, what I do oppose mm -hmm. are the globalists that are running both uh, both uh, Gaza Strip and Israel. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. globalists running both both yeah. places. Right. Now, they're trying to draw the world into a... Major war. Mm -hmm. uh, what some people some people call it World War Three. Right. Um, they want to draw them in. The, the globalists are, are losing their cash cow. They they make money off of war and mm -hmm. they fund both sides of the war and they yeah. make money off of it. Um, so they're trying to draw. Now we've got look we've got two carrier groups and an amphibious group mm -hmm. right there. You don't send two. Look, I, I spent you know seven years active in the Navy. Three years reserve. Uh -huh. right? um, I made two deployments overseas with the Navy. I can tell you right now, you're not going to send two carrier groups in an amphib group, you know, into an area unless you're getting ready to do an invasion. Yeah, you're just going out there to hang out, right? You're not, you're not hanging out and doing barbecue on the deck, right? No, you're, you're going there because there's a war about to start. Serious stuff. You're about yeah. ready to go in and, and kick some kick some cojones, okay? So. Um, <laughs> The problem is, everybody's going to get drawn into this. It's going to involve Iran, it'll involve Syria, Lebanon, it'll involve Egypt. You, it's going to pull in China. If you pull in Iran, you're pulling in China. It's eventually going to, that's going to hit Russia. Russia is going to... Russia is already looking at it. Yeah, <laughs> you know that. Russia's looking at it. The United States is wanting to go in. Yeah. Right? Yeah. This is all orchestrated through a false flag operation all orchestrated by the globalists. So while the rest of us are treated like cuddled slaves, they sit on the top of the mountain, 
while we're out fighting the wars, you're mm -hmm. sitting on top of the mountain making the money yeah. and getting fat cat rich. Mm -hmm. on, on, you, know, you, you can really get rich off of uh, the sales of military goods, right? Right. And, and research and development and all that. So, so that's, that's I mean, don't be surprised if, if they didn't bring back the draft and started recalling veterans into the military because our military is suffering right now because of uh, CRT and wokeness. Mm. It's hurt our military. Yeah. So um, we want to stay out of this. We don't want to go in there, in there and get involved in all that. Yeah. You know, and, and no, God will not be mad at us if we don't go over there and get involved in, in that mess. Right. You know. The, no, the absolutely. Pro the promise of Abraham does not apply to the modern to modern Israel. It does not apply to modern Israel. They, they they do not meet the qualifications for the promise that God gave to Abraham that you know those who bless you all will bless and those who curse you all will curse. Why? Because they because Deuteronomy, I think it was Deuteronomy six, <laughs> God says, if you if you don't follow my commandments, if you don't do you know, if you don't follow the Messiah, then I'm going to bring judgment. <laughs> He brought judgment in 870 and he never lifted that judgment. Right. Because you know, he lifts the judgment on those who are Jews who come to Christ. Mm -hmm. Messianic Jews have that judgment lifted off of them. But Jews that don't come to Christ, that judgment of God is still on them. Right. And so the blessing of Abraham does not apply to Khazarian mafia atheists running mm -hmm. the Israeli government. And it does not apply to Jews who are spitting on Christians. And, and, I think that's, you know, uh, it's so, so important for Christians to hear that message that Jeff is, is talking about because so many of our uh, Christian churches, are, I, I call it, uh, you know, well, it's not Bud Light, it's Christian Light. A lot of our churches are Christian Light. And so Christians are not encouraged, I think, enough to get into the deep uh, into the deep grass you know, by reading the Bible and understanding eschatology and, uh, and, and particularly when it comes to uh, the, the transition from Jesus dying on the cross that Last Supper instituted a whole new form of worship that God has mandated that was the end of the old Jewish system and it really came to an end in 70 A.D. Yes, and so everything you're talking about is absolutely spot on. Right, and uh, you know he, the Book of Hebrews is very clear on it. Mm -hmm. You know, absolutely. The, the shadow in the very image that mm -hmm. the Old Testament was physical, the New Testament is spiritual. Mm -hmm. Right. So you have a spiritual temple today. You have a spiritual priesthood. You have a royal priesthood, a spiritual, mm -hmm. a spiritual temple. First Peter mm -hmm. tells right. you that, right? Mm -hmm. um, so we really don't understand. We, I think Western Christianity, when it comes to the dispensational, premillennial Zionist type of eschatology, mm -hmm. it messes up their understanding of the cross. It messes up their understanding yeah. of what actually, not not the salvation part, but the part where the cross extends out into everyday life, where it extends mm -hmm. out into uh, the kingdom of God. We don't understand the kingdom of God because we have... Uh, brought in a dispensational system that distorts the kingdom of God. And, Absolutely. And, and so 
we think that it has to be a physical temple. We think it has to be a physical priesthood. We think that sacrifices have to be reinstituted at some point in the future. That's false. Mm-hmm. That's never going to happen. And you can wait for the building of a temple over all you want. It's never going to happen because God keeps blocking it because God's not going to allow it to happen. Mm. That's a great point. Because it's an abomination. It's 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 it's. Uh, it brings Christ to an open shame, Hebrew says. That, right. You know, because we are the temple. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. And we see that a lot, especially with the dispensationalist <laughs> side of things. Uh, and Dan made a great point in regards to, you know, the Christian church being a light church. Because I believe the major implication uh, with uh, eschatology is the fact that they're banking on prophetic fulfillment and not seeing it correctly from the eye of what scripture tells us. Right. The biggest points there being that when the new, well, the entire Bible, but <clears throat> everything during that time, Christ's time, was always directed to this generation, meaning that generation and next time. <clears throat> Unfortunately, our <clears throat> Western understanding of that has been always been future fulfillment, future fulfillment, future fulfillment. And obviously, we're trying to apply these things in a puzzle. You know, we have those puzzles, and we're trying to make that one puzzle piece fit, but it's not really sitting well, and it's not matching up to... And the predictions <clears throat> continue to fail. And the predictions continue to fail. The deceiving continues to fail. I mean, I was watching a couple preachers where, I'm not kidding, the whole background on the presentation screen, it was the flag of Israel. The pastor's wearing this robe that represents one of the priests from oh, Israel. Man. And he's talking about building the third temple. And I'm thinking, wow, my brother, the brain, just spoke about Hebrews. Where even by a sacrifice that we're trying to duplicate from Scripture, it brings Christ to an open shame. What is it that we do not understand about those things? But it's the fact that everything is future. Everything is future. It's to this generation. But, again, our understanding of generations, simple English, it's how many years in a generation? 40 years, right? Right. That generation there had been 40 years in that time. Maybe a little less because 80, their mathematics was a little bit different. 80, but other than that... 80, 30 to 80, 70 was that generation. Exactly. Was that 40 years. That's exactly right. And any pastor that's gone through seminary and cannot understand the timing statements and the audio relevancy of a prophecy in the Bible uh-huh. does not need to be talking about eschatology. Mm. They, they need point. to leave it alone because they, if they can't even understand the fundamental basic principle yeah. of context, audience relevancy, and timing statements, mm-hmm. then they have no business mm-hmm. teaching on eschatology yeah. at all. Yeah. And, and they and, and no nobody who does dispensational premillennial Zionism understands those things. Yeah. None of yeah. them do. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, you, know, you just you just you get frustrated because you, we say this over and over and over till we're blue in the face, and <laughs> we go you go and you you, you t- put on YouTube or something like that, and there's those churches out there flying the Israeli flag, and I bet you half of them, most of them can't even tell you what the Star of David is. Yeah, right. Probably, you know? Right, right. It's like, come on. <laughs> you know, but you know? I mean, but it's it's our Western, you know, churchianity I call it that right. we live under. Right. You know, you know, and it takes 
individual personal study with a paradigm shift connected to that in order for us to start understand certain things and look at scripture differently i mean that's the holy spirit work in us that does that but yeah growing up brother i was a dispensationalist why because that's the way my parents taught me and that's the way the earth yeah. pastors taught them and right you know and same with me yeah and when that paradigm shifts, I don't know if you went through the same thing, but I was almost even, am I even a Christian now that I'm thinking like this? Because I'm not thinking like them anymore, right? When I went through that Self-doubt. <laughs> when I went through that paradigm shift, it made me mad because I, I knew I'd been lied to all that, all that time. <laughs> right. You know? And then I didn't have enough sense to go to the scripture and figure it out for myself. Yeah. Uh, everybody you know? went and watched the Left Behind Series, movies. Yeah, yeah. I read the books. Read the books. I had the whole, I had the whole selection. That's series, everything. Right? I gave them When I left that paradigm, I gave them all away. <laughs> I, think, I think they're coming to get us. Right. Yeah. That's it. That's a, Stop them. They're, they're, all coming they're saying too much, too much information. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm you're right, brother. Guys, no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it, folks, we're not slamming the Left Behind series. I mean, they were entertaining, I guess, yeah. as a movie. But they were not scriptural. Sorry to tell you I mean, that. <laughs> I do have to compliment Tim Hay and Jerry Jenkins. No, I, in yeah. that they, they write really good fiction. Yeah. They were really good books. I enjoyed them. Yeah. <laughs> they, they were Some parts of the movie, they were so you believable. Know? I'm like, man, what yeah. if this did happen? Yeah. Right. I'm like, wow. But, but well, in reality, it was all fiction. Yeah. You yeah. know? It's not, I mean... Yeah, my, I guess my point is that don't let don't let Hollywood determine your Christian beliefs. Yeah. And don't mm. uh, let anything other than the Holy Bible mm -hmm. that was given to us down through the millennia yes. and uh, the Old and the New Testament and really understand the transition from the old ways of worship to to Christ. Amen. And remember that the God is Trinitarian, and, and Jesus is God, the Holy Spirit is God, and God the Father sent God the Son in order to, to, to tell us the truth and to provide a way of salvation for, yeah. for those yes. Number 60, who are uh, his, his people, his children. I just want to say that if, if you ordered number 54, folks, they're asking you to come pick it up. Go get your in and out. Come on. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. If not, we're going to eat it. <laughs> I wasn't the one who interrupted the, the guy that was speaking. Yeah, well, it's not too important. We have to remember who, who's the roof we're under here. Right? Yeah, yeah. All I could think of was like, yes, Lord? Oh, wait. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Lord. Oh, man. Speaking of the Lord. But you can't come to California <laughs> right. and not go to In-N-Out Burger, folks. Absolutely. I'm just saying, you can't do it. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be a sacrilege. <laughs> right. <laughs> Christian-owned company, by the way. Christian, yep. yes. Yep. Well, yeah. I'll tell you what. Right. Look you still have the scripture on the scene. Look under the cups. Yep, John 3.16 under my cup. There's scripture. Yep, there it is. There it is. There it is right there. I got a John 3.16. It's on the other side, yeah. John 3.16. Yep. Um, so praise the Lord for in and out, folks. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a blessing. Yeah. Um, so I like to go stuff, brother. Now, what do you see taking place as of right now with everything that's happening now? As a church, what should the church response be in all of this when it comes to the Middle East and what's going on? And secondly, how do we challenge the church, those that are listeners that are listening to us or whoever they listen to, that give contrary opinion in regards to eschatology, last days, 
and all that stuff. Prophecy supposedly being fulfilled nowadays. That's a, that's a lot. That's a lot of questions. So <laughs> both of you can chime in anytime you want. I'm just, you know, he does this too. I'm just, time. He, he asks these, ask these like five minute long questions. I know. I'm listening. I'm listening. I can't. I can't remember the first question. I, I put my I put my audience hat on, you know, and I have to kind of like you know think like years, them, what they're going to ask. Squeeze it all in as fast as he can, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I I think the church's response yeah. to what's going on in the Middle East is. Love your neighbor. Yeah. Thank you. Amen. Love your neighbor. Yeah. The, the, the Great Commission never said, it, it didn't say this. It didn't say go, in, go into all the world and exterminate your enemies. That's not what the Great Commission said. I think that uh, motorcycle was just up there, you know. Kind of shutting it down. Remind over me there. to go talk to that guy. <laughs> so <laughs> he's, he's, just, he's just playing with us now. He is. Uh, so anyway, uh, what the Great Commission says is go into all the world, teaching all nations, baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Yeah. Mm. So that means love your neighbor. Amen. Right. Amen. So how do you love your neighbor? Mm. Well, you don't fall into the war propaganda. There you go. Yeah. Absolutely. You, you call for peace. And you call for the gospel. Yeah. And we don't, we don't, we don't seek revenge. Mm-hmm. You know, that, I mean, you don't seek revenge. And I, I can hear the Zionists now, but Israel, but Israel, but Israel, because it's been so indoctrinated into their mind that if they say anything about Israeli government that's negative, or yeah. they don't go run over immediately and go and support Israel in, in a an unjust war, right? Uh, that God is just going to strike down America. God's yeah. going to be, you know, and, and this is what's in their head, yeah. and they can't get it out of their head. Well, I, I keep trying to say, look, uh, go to Deuteronomy 6 and see what God says. Mm-hmm. Go to um, Romans chapter 2, verses 28 29, see what it says. Go to Romans 10, where it says there's no. Difference between Jew and Gentile yeah. in the New Covenant. Okay. Go to go to go to Romans 11, where it says all Israel would be saved. Well, who is Israel? Israel is all Israel today are all believers in Christ, Gentile and Jew, mm. and it talks about as being grafted in in, right. in, in, the, in chapter 11. So Paul is telling us right there. That Israel today is the church. Mm, thank you for bringing that on. Because my question to Zionists would be that, brother. What right. about the church? Right? Husband loves your wife as Christ loved Israel? Or the church? The church. <laughs> right? Yeah. What right. about the church? Right? If you're so pro-Israel and everything, why would God go you know, as far as removing Israel from the picture, bringing about the church, the universal church, and then saying, you know what, forget that. I'm bringing Israel back. Is that what the Bible teaches, really? <laughs> the church was not invented on the day of Pentecost. Mm-hmm. The church existed before the day of Pentecost. Amen. It existed in the time of Abraham. Mm-hmm. What happened on the day of Pentecost is the church went through a transformation. Mm-hmm. It went from a transformation of being a nation entity to being a worldwide spiritual entity. Mm-hmm. And what made the difference? The cross, the, the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ made the difference. Ooh, the Messiah amazing. came. Amen. Israel brought forth their Messiah. That's what the bloodline was for, was to bring forth the, forth the Messiah. That's why God kept it pure 
all the way up to the Messiah. Mm -hmm. In AD 70, when God brought judgment on the unbelieving Jews, those who rejected their Messiah, God didn't care about their bloodline anymore. Didn't need their bloodline. It was fulfilled. The bloodline is spiritual now. Mm -hmm. I'm a child of Abraham because I'm in Christ. Mm -hmm. And Christ, his lineage goes back to Abraham. Right. Okay? Any Anyone, Gentile or Jew, who is in Christ is a descendant of Abraham. Mm-hmm. And we get the promises of Abraham. Amen. You're, if you're a spiritual Jew grafted in to the olive tree, Romans 11, then you get the, promise of the promises of Abraham. Amen. And that means that the promise to Abraham that those who curse you will be cursed and those who bless you will be blessed applies to the new covenant church, mm-hmm. not unbelieving Jews in a land called Israel in Amen. modern modern day. Amen. That's a great point too, folks, because in AD 70, those that heard and were ready and prepared are the ones that ran to the hills, are the ones that adhered to the call. Hey, 68, when you see the army surrounding the abomination of desolation, leave, leave everything, drop everything you're doing and, and was, run. That was the Roman army. And that was, exactly. That was the Roman army in AD 70. I mean, that's what that was. You know we're not going to be popular right now, right? But I know you don't care that, but I'm just telling you. I'm so I hope I upset the Aquacot as much as Matt Gates has upset Collins. <laughs> Brother Dan, I, I, I always have to remind him of this. We're not going to be popular. You know that, right? But it's, you know. <laughs> I mean, we, the church has got to get out of this. We, yeah. we have yeah. to be yeah. courageous enough to speak the truth. Amen. No matter yeah. the, the uh, consequences might be for what we have to say. Because people need to hear this, and people need to know the truth. They be, need to be reminded of the relationship between God and Israel, and how that changed when God brought forth the Messiah Amen. through the through Judaism converting, taking the form of worship. Now it's going to be worshiping God with through truth and in the Spirit. Amen. So by the Spirit. Yep. Now, people get confused in Romans 11. Uh And they think that Romans 11 is saying that one day Israel will go back into the land and all all the ethnic Jews would be saved. That's not what it's saying. I don't think that's what it's saying. It doesn't say say that. It says that uh, all all Israel will be saved. But like you said, what what is Israel? He already defined it. He defined it. In Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't a circumcision, uncircumcision thing, physically. Uh, right. It was the circumcision, circumcision of the heart. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that there's no bloodline, no. race, nationality, creed. Mm-hmm. You the, know, involved. The bloodline are, is are those in Christ. That's the bloodline. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and that's Israel. And mm-hmm. we're all of, of the elect of the church be saved. Amen. Yes. All we are. We are Israel. We are, yep. we are Israel. And the thing is, yep. is that uh, that's been true. That was true in the Old Covenant, and mm-hmm. that's true in the New Covenant. Yes. Yeah. Because okay. uh, Abraham uh, presented Isaac. He was going to put him on the wood to burn because that's what he thought God wanted him to do. God stepped in. And Abraham had learned faith at that point. He had faith in God because he believed God. Yeah. So yep. that faith that, that Abraham had translates down to the faith we have today. 
It is. Abraham believed God, and God counted unto him for righteousness. What happens with us? We believe Christ, and God counts it unto us for righteousness. That's right. right. I mean, it's it's the same method of salvation for Abraham and and Old Covenant Israel as it is today. Thank you. Believe on the Messiah. That's it. You know, believe on Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved. Paul told the Philippian jailer in Acts 16. Yeah. So, yeah. Good stuff, my brother. Wonderful stuff. It is. It is. I'm and glad it, you joined us. I'm, I'm so <laughs> glad. We, well, we got to have him on more often. Huh? Happy, we do. happy to be here. I was uh, thinking I would just sit back and kind of, but that's not me. Yeah, and that's uh, not, especially yeah, you, when we were, we're going to let you. Current, <laughs> current issues, and yeah. Yeah. particularly yeah. as they pertain to the health of our nation. Yeah. And it's always good, because usually they hear us talking, but it's always good to have someone else join us and, well, thank you. You know, thank you for and talk me. about these things. You know, it's a blessing, brother. I thank you and appreciate your fellowship always. Uh, folks, a lot to think about, a lot to look into. We encourage you, like always challenge you, not to just hear us and believe us, like the Bereans did with uh, Paul when he went and preached to them in Berea. They were known to be the most noble. Why? Because they said, thank you, Paul. We accept your sermon. Now we're going to go double-check the scrolls to see whether you were right. So we challenge you to do the same thing. Uh, Look at scripture. Find good sources of news, not the media. Unfortunately, again, you're getting a lot of junk information. Uh, And so we challenge you. Hey, look into these things in ways that you can find reliable sources. Brother, Brother the Brain can tell you about the many different places he looks into in regards to news where he obtains some of the news he puts out a lot of material as well on a daily basis in regards to what's going on with our government what's going on in the middle east uh, a lot of good stuff too so i definitely encourage you to look at the c files he's back on youtube but he still has his rumble account that's correct right brother I, i'm on rumble i can't seem to until i upgrade my equipment i'm not able to get a video on rumble so I have videos on bit shoot. So let me get this. You're retired and your equipment is retired too. Is that what you're telling me? My equipment is old. <laughs> and they'll make a crack about me being old too. <laughs> They're both true. So anyway. We got to get this brother some new equipment. That's all I got to say. <laughs> so anyway. Check them out. I, we, we will do that. But anyway, I, 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 do, I can get videos on bit shoot some of the time. Bit shoot. That's I can right. Bit, I can get videos on YouTube all the time. And so far, YouTube's left me alone this time around. Oh, okay. That's good to hear. Yeah, so so I'm trying to keep it that way. But anyway, <laughs> but um, let me just say that um, sources, I'll just say this, and this would be a kind of a clue for you guys. When an intelligence officer writes a book, I buy it and I read it. Mm. Because they know the inside scoop. Yeah, yeah. And they know what, they know that what the media is telling you is a bunch of crap. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, amen. Good stuff. Yeah. Brother Dan. Same. Uh, read your Bible <clears throat> every day. Uh, read it every day and study it. Don't just read it. you got to study it and you got to compare uh, iron with iron. Verse against verse. Amen. And, and and keep your eyes and ears open for what it's for what God is teaching you through the power of His Word. Good stuff. And Amen. I both of my brothers are 
awesome in sharing that with all you folks. My personal, surround yourself with like people like the brain and brother Dan over here, the pharmacist or ex-pharmacist. <laughs> So because come up with a nickname for Dan. we do the pharmacist. I like the pharmacist. The brain, the pharmacist. The pharmacist yeah. work. Yeah. Well, re- just sounds like a conspiracy book. Yeah, anyway. right. <laughs> surround yourself. The reason why I said that is surround yourself with men like these. Why? Because they will be a blessing to your life. Men, I encourage you, challenge you, do that. Especially when you're having trouble understanding scripture, surround yourself with men that are going to help you spiritually grow and spiritually seek things from uh, a biblical perspective. So I definitely encourage that. I, what both my brothers were sharing, I kind of do some of that a lot. I'm always copying somebody else, like my brother the brain or brother Dan. So, but yeah, read books, get that good information from there. Other than that, we encourage you to continue to working hard. Other than that, brother? Remember folks, uh, hit hit the thumbs up, share the video, subscribe. Uh, It helps us out and uh, help us to get get the word out, along with anybody who's getting out a good word, uh, especially when it comes from Scripture. And uh, remember, keep your mind sharp and your heart pure. We'll see you next podcast. And we'll catch you on the flip side. You have been listening to the Vortex Apologetic Podcast. Hey there, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to listen to the Vortex Apologetic It is our prayer that God is glorified and that you are richly blessed by this podcast. We are living in amazing times, and it is a privilege to encourage and strengthen your Christian walk through the use of modern technology. Therefore, remember that you can find us at TheVortexApologetic.com, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and all major podcast providers. Just search for The Vortex Apologetic, and there you will find us. Thank you again, and remember, keep your mind sharp and your heart pure. God bless.